every day I'm working through this book. I've shared more social media posts and written more about quotes from this book than any book I think ever. And I had to buy the, the hard copy, so I had something I could talk about. So this section on happiness is just, it's like one of those things you gotta read over and over and over again, okay? He talks about peace a lot. I've been thinking about that a lot, like the goal of peace of mind. For me, it's been a good heuristic to just keep in mind when things arise, when I feel my, you know, my anger welling up, when I feel the need to be negative, I just ask myself like, is this peace? Is this going to disturb my peace, contribute to it? And the goal should be peace of mind. So how about this? The enemy of peace of mind is expectations drilled into you by society and other people. Socially, we're told, go work out, go look good. That's a multiplayer competitive game. Other people see if I'm doing a good job or not. We're told, go make money, go buy a big house. Again, external multiplayer competitive game. Training yourself to be happy is completely internal. There is no external progress, no external validation. You're competing against yourself. It is a single player game. We're like bees and ants. We are social. We are such social creatures. We're externally programmed and driven. We don't know how to play and win these single player games anymore. We compete purely in multiplayer games. The reality is life is a single player game. You're born alone. You're going to die alone. All of your interpretations are alone. All your memories are alone. You're gone in three generations and nobody cares. <laughs> Talk about a sobering reality for that with that one. Before you showed up, nobody cared. It's all single player. Whoa. See, I feel like a lot of people don't read books like this and think about ideas like this because it does make you address some of those greater thoughts and ideas and they're scary. They can be scary. You know, what's the point of this all? Like, my life doesn't matter. My work doesn't matter. This and that. Let me tell you a little story real quick. I want this video to be short because it's getting hot in here. I don't have the AC on because it's too loud. Let me get my legs up on the seat for this one. Tuesday did a lot of LSD. It was an accident. I thought it was microdosing. It was crazy. Eight hours, had to buy an expensive hotel room because I couldn't even leave the place. In that, I was telling the story to the friend that was taking care of me, bless her heart, uh, of Kamal Ravikot's book. I believe it's called Live Your Truth, who's actually the brother of Naval, which is like blowing my mind at the time, like making all these connections. He has a story in his book about how he either dreamt or visualized this common scenario or dream or visualization. He's riding on a beam of light and up pulls next to him God. God is riding on another beam of light because, you know, that's what God does. And so God makes some like funny comment as if you'd like say to somebody on the train passing by, commuter, just some funny observation. And then he's about to speed away on his beam of light. And the brother, Kamal, in his mind, He's like, oh, hey, hey, wait, wait. You know, he's like, you know, and God kind of looks at him. You want to ask me, what's the meaning? What's the meaning to all this? Go ahead, ask me. And then the brother says, yeah, what's the meaning? What's the meaning of life? What's, what's the purpose of all this? So God looks at him and says, you are. And that is profound. The visualization of it, the story. This is something I think I'll remember for the rest of my life and tell my kids. I was on LSD, so like this was taken to another level. And then I started talking about how I've been recommending this book and then Kamal's book, I kind of like found by accident, uh, completely 
uh, separate from this book. And then I started reading it and just crazy. Like when you're, when you're on a psychedelic like that and you, you like visualize, I visualize like all these things are like connected, like this crazy circle where everything is connected. So that was very profound to me. And I was very into that story. And I remember telling that story and being really excited about it. But at the end of the day, it ties into this, what I just read. Life is a single player game. Yet we live most of our life in those multiplayer modes. And that's where all of our problems come from. So if, if you were riding on a beam of light, talking to God, and God told you that you're the point, you're the, you're the, the purpose of everything, right? Just being you, being alive is the purpose. Think about that. That That's beautiful. It's magical. It's actually something that for me, somebody's read literally hundreds of books at this point. I consider myself well-read, knowledgeable, self-aware. I've been thinking about things. I've gone through struggle. I've lived a pretty, I would say, you know, uh, roller coaster ride of a life, but generally good. I'm, I'm happy about it, but it's been, there's a lot of ups and downs as life tends to have. And I feel like that was profound to me. I, f I felt like it was. I felt like it almost answered some questions because when I grew up, believing in God and religion and things like that to like being an adult and be more science minded and analytical and maybe probably believing there's not a creator. Maybe we're in a simulation. I don't know. But I take solace in that idea that the purpose of life is you. It's me. And it's every beautiful bit of life there is. I, like that's something I could hang my hat on. That's something that I could, that I think I will remind myself of, I will teach my kids. And maybe, just maybe, we can remove so much of those multiplayer, just absurdities that bring us pain and suffering at the hands of things we manifest because we forget that the goal of all this isn't to be something someone else wants you to be. You are the goal, you are the reason, you are the purpose. That's a beautiful thing. And hopefully can remove the shame and the judgment and the labels and all the crap that people get sucked into that is a byproduct of our multiplayer society and our species even, you know. And then just focus on ourselves, focus on our experience, focus on this moment, be in the now, be present. And realize that you right now watching this, you're the, you're, you're the reason it all exists. Like you're the point, you're the answer, you're the purpose. Revel in that, appreciate that, be grateful for that. And then use it as, I believe, a philosophy for life, for how to live and how to live a good life and how to take back more control of that single player gameplay that involves talking about. I really like this idea. I'm going to talk about this more. Let me know in the comments if this resonates with you or if you have anything to add or anything. I think it's a very powerful, beautiful, magical thing.